Good evening, I'm Gail Newell, Health Officer for the County of Santa Cruz. As of 4 p.m. today, Santa Cruz County has 11 cases of COVID-19, 9 confirmed by testing, and 2 preserved, presumed by because they're close contacts of known cases with symptoms. Many more tests have been performed with pending results. We have been severely limited by the inability to provide testing and suspect that the number of cases is far higher than 11. Community transmission is occurring at a moderate risk in Santa Cruz County. Global examples have indicated that we should expect to see a doubling of cases every six days unless we take measures. This would result in a steep curve of disease transmission. It will take each and every one of us to protect our community. Today at 1 p.m., the health officers of the six largest Bay Area counties issued a joint order to shelter in place, effective 3-17-20 at 12.01 a.m., extending for at least three weeks. In consultation with and with the support of our county leadership, I have issued the same order for Santa Cruz County. Confirmed cases in California now number 530, with over half of them in the Greater Bay Area. Santa Clara, our neighboring county, is the epicenter of this outbreak in the Bay Area. Many of our residents commute to Santa Clara County for work or school, and many Santa Clara residents visit Santa Cruz as well. We're a few days behind Santa Clara in disease activity, but our per capita rates are not very different. So now is the time to take action. What we're trying to protect is the healthcare delivery system. We can't allow it to become overwhelmed or the consequences for all of Santa Cruz County residents will be difficult. This is true whether you have coronavirus or not. It's best that we act now and take aggressive action than to be too slow and allow this disease to overwhelm us. We would rather overreact than underreact in this circumstance. I want to stress that these measures are temporary and subject to revision. They're a change to people's routines, but life will return to normal. We have notified our law enforcement partners and are working with local service providers to assure that our low-income and vulnerable populations are protected. We will have more on that in the coming days. I'd like to thank our residents, local businesses, community partners, political leaders, and especially our healthcare partners for their support. There is a lot of fear and anxiety in our community, and fortunately for the vast majority of us, COVID-19 does not pose a serious threat. In most cases, the disease is mild and most people will recover. However, for a small percentage of our population, our elderly and medically fragile residents, this order is about protecting them. It's about saving lives before the virus can threaten them. Thank you. Um, I've been speaking with the sheriff through the weekend and working with the police chiefs as well, 
and we can't enforce every detail of this order, of course. Um, the orders are enforceable by law. Um, at this point, um, we're mostly looking out for tomorrow and St. Patrick's Day gatherings. We really want to prevent any large gatherings of folks for St. Patrick's Day. Will people be arrested if they're not combined based on the way they're gathering things they're doing? People could be arrested, but we're certainly hoping that our community members will voluntarily abide by these guidelines. Starts tonight tonight right after midnight. Effective then. And if people are arrested, what statute could they be arrested for? And would it be a misdemeanor if you have that information? I do not have that information. And just just about, is our order the exact same as the orders that we see in six hundred counties? Are there any differences between Sanford County's order and those other states? There are very, very minor differences in wording. Nothing significant. Not in terms of what activities are prohibited no. or allowed. They're the same. Would would you like me to give a summary of of what's in the orders? Okay. So the new orders direct all individuals to shelter at their place of residence and maintain social distancing of at least six feet from any other person when outside their residence. The order outlines circumstances under which people may leave the residences and defines essential activities, essential government functions, essential businesses, and essential infrastructure. A few highlights. People experiencing homelessness are exempt from this order, but are strongly urged to obtain shelter, and governmental and other entities are strongly urged to make such shelter available as soon as possible. All businesses with a facility and any of the, I'm sorry, any, uh, all businesses um, with a facility except essential businesses, are required to cease all activities beyond minimum basic operations. All essential businesses are strongly encouraged to remain open to the greatest extent possible. Essential businesses shall comply with social distancing requirements, including when customers are standing in line, so six feet apart. All public and private gatherings of any number of people occurring outside a household or living unit are prohibited with limited exceptions and all travel except essential travel and essential activities will be prohibited. Mass transit will remain open. People may use public transit only for the purposes of performing essential activities or to travel to and from work to operate essential businesses, maintain essential government functions or essential infrastructure. This order will take effect tonight, as I mentioned, and um, a reminder that health services will, will remain open, grocery stores will remain open, pharmacies will remain open, food can be ordered from restaurants, delivery or carryout, gas stations, banks, and hardware stores will remain open, essential government services and essential infrastructure will continue to operate. The rules are complicated, but they're very um, carefully line, um, delineated uh, in detail in the order itself. 